Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now he's making room. He gets to the 50. He gets to midfield. He gets to the 40. What an athletic display by Trey Ford. He's magic. He is the magic man of the Canadian Football League right now. He's got a line to the net. He'll come in. The shot's gone. It's home for great stories, local heroes, and everything you need on the Oilers and Elks. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. The Vancouver Canucks are a very, very good team. And now they're even better. They have picked up Elias Lindholm from the Calgary Flames in a trade tonight. The Flames have officially announced it on their Twitter account. Of course, if you were listening to the back half of Bob's show, you heard that it was brewing. Lindholm, 29 years of age. He will be an unrestricted free agent in the summer. Cap hit of $4.85 million. He has nine goals, 23 points in 49 games this season. You've seen him play in the league for a while. You've seen him play against the Oilers. He's solid. The Canucks get or pardon me, the Flames get, the Canucks are getting Elias Lindholm. The Flames get Andre Kuzmenko, prospect Hunter Brustovitz, who plays for the Kitchener Rangers in the OHL. He was taken 75th overall in 2023. They get Yoni Yermo, who's 21. He was drafted 82nd overall by the Canucks in 2020. He's playing in Finland, and uh, the Flames also get a first-round pick this year and a conditional fourth-round pick this year. So basically a couple of prospects, a couple of picks. Andre Kuzmenko, who, as as Bob and I were talking about, had fallen out of favor in Vancouver, and the Canucks get Elias Lindholm. So, uh, you know, we've been speculating about the Flames being sellers, who they might trade. Lindholm's name has been thrown about for a while and that's a huge pickup for the Vancouver Canucks who as we all know are having an outstanding season and uh, the, the crazy thing as well as the Oilers have played winning their last 16 games they haven't made up a ton of ground on the Canucks through all of that and if you look at the uh, overall standings going into the all-star break here there are some games tonight which i'll update in a minute here uh it is the canucks and the boston bruins tied for first overall i guess vancouver would have uh the edge on on wins but anyway uh both with 71 points in 49 games the oilers uh 10th overall and they're uh, 12 points behind those two teams so significant trade tonight it certainly I, i think makes the canucks better makes them even stronger Elias Lindholm to Vancouver. Calgary gets Andre Kuzmenko, a couple of prospects, Hunter Brustovitz and Yoni Yermo. 
a first-round pick this year and a conditional fourth-round pick this year. That is the deal. You can let me know what you think or whatever else is on your mind. 780-496-0063 is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. You can also email the show inside sports at 630chet.com. Three games tonight before we go into the All-Star break. Uh, you know, the teams that have been playing the last uh, couple of days here, they'll have their they'll have their buys after the All-Star game. Senators lead the Red Wings 2-1 with about 12 and a half minutes left in the third. Second intermission, L.A. They've only won a couple times in their last 16 games. They're leading Nashville 2-0. And coming up at 8.30 tonight, it will be the Sharks against the Ducks. The Oilers do not play again until Tuesday when they take on the Vegas Golden Knights. We will have former Edmonton Oiler George Larac on the show a little bit later on. I uh, talked to him this morning at Rogers Place. He was there for the Edmonton Oilers Committee Foundation announcement that uh, Larac and Chris Joseph and Ladislav Schmid named ambassadors for the Every Kid Deserves a Shot program. Uh, which is, of course, has helped uh, a lot of kids, uh, a lot of kids who might have some barriers to getting involved in hockey, uh, to help them actually get involved in hockey and enjoy that uh, athletic and team experience. So that's pretty cool there. We are going to get things rolling tonight with one of our regulars here on Inside Sports. He joins us courtesy Avalon Foundation Repair, Western Canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years, home of the lifetime warranty. It is Luke Gazdick. Luke, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good, Reed. Just... Uh Gearing up for All-Star here in Toronto. Uh, it's a bit of break for me for TV, but um, tons of stuff going on around the city, so just getting ready for that. Okay, so you're not covering or attending the All-Star game, is that correct? Not on Sportsnet. I'll be on uh, Sirius XM NHL Network Radio for anybody that listens to that. I'll be on Friday and Sunday, but nothing on TV, just a, a couple different events around the city. I'm going to an NHL Alumni Man of the Year ceremony, uh, also honoring the 1967 uh, Stanley Cup champion Maple Leafs. Um, but yeah, no Sportsnet. I'm just going to be taking it in as a fan. I think I'm going to go to the skills on Friday. Uh, so just, yeah, taking it in as, as a viewer. Okay. Did you win hardest shot once as an Oiler? Two times. Oh, a double winner. <laughs> actually, okay. Actually, well. the second one, I think. Oh, I might have got edged out by Anton Belov, maybe. But the first one I won when I was a rookie. They put me in there. It was all seven defensemen and then me. I was the only. <laughs> I was only forward shooting. And I think I was honestly like last to shoot. And I'll never forget this. I was in the dressing room and I was so nervous because it was the only event that I was doing. I think I was doing like a, um, a regroup, like three on O thing with Nuge and someone else. So I was like, okay, that'll be fine. I'll just give it to them. But the hardest shot was like the only singular event that I was doing. And so I asked Benny Scrivens, we called him the prof, the professor. I was like, Hey, what's like, you know, what's my strategy here? And he's just like, honestly, guys, skate as fast as possible. Like everyone goes, and too slow. You got to use the physics of your momentum to give you a couple extra miles an hour. So I went full humming in there from like the red line and I shot, I think my first one was just over a hundred. And then my next one was like, yeah, it was like 101.2, I think was my, was my winner. And the boys lost it. It was like the boys, like I went back Halsey and Sammy Gagne were just like loving it. Uh, it was honestly, one of the coolest moments, I think, in my Oilers tenure, 
True story. I was sitting in the dressing room in San Diego playing for the Gulls when I was 29 years old. And I sat beside Edmonton native Sam Steele and he tapped me early in the season. He's like, you know, I was at that all-star game when you won hard a shot. Hey, I was like 16. I was like, you went to that? He's like, oh yeah, we love that stuff. But I say it was really cool because it was like, it was a full sold out barn. And we had like, we got to wear toques and guys had their phones on the ice taking Snapchats. And like, it was just, it was a really cool, it was a cool day. Well, I cover all those skills competitions. So I apologize. I don't remember every shot you took, <laughs> but I, it's all I, do, good. I do understand why you said you'd be nervous because I, Kelly Rudy was on with me last night and, and he, talked a little bit how guys saying like man like I was nervous and I've noticed from watching the all-star stuff on TV or then when I cover the order skills I feel like I notice it most though when you got to hit the targets because you're an NHL player you're right between the hash marks the targets are a generous size if you think about what you probably usually have to shoot out shoot at and you can see it if a guy misses the first two. You can see it in his body and in his eyes, where it's just like, "Oh my God, am I am I really am I really missing in front of fifteen thousand people without being checked and with no goalie?" You know what I mean? So, so true story. I know I tell a lot of stories, but I always uh, answer questions with stories of experiences. I play in this uh, NHL alumni tour here. Based out of Toronto, most of the guys are Toronto. Mike Krushelnitsky is another one of the guys. Keith Acton always plays. And we go to the different cities in mostly southern Ontario, call it Belleville, Sudbury, London, Hamilton. And we play against the police force of the town and all the profits go to the Special Olympics. And so we play a first period. The second period is skills. We do a um, kind of a relay. Uh, and then there's the most accurate shooter. And I did the most accurate one a couple weeks ago. Um, where were we? We were in New market uh home of Connor mcdavid and i'm like i don't really want to do this i'd like i want to do the breakaway or something else but our guy was like hey you haven't done this ever you got to do it i went over and i know this isn't like a full nhl sixteen thousand, but there were a couple thousand people there and i did not hit one target i understand i don't play in the nhl anymore but i should probably at least be hitting one and you're exactly right. I missed my first shot and I started flipping out in my head. And then I missed the second one and it was just like, I'm done. I'm done. This is so embarrassing. But honestly, credit to those guys and the guys that go like four for four, like especially in front of a full crowd, whether it's your own teams or like the NHLs, that is gutsy, man. I have a lot of respect for the guys that did that. Hey, true story too. I got to tell you another one. Going back to the first thing, the hardest shot. I don't know if I was going to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you this. The alumni wanted to fly me out as a special guest this year and have be a surprise person on the ice and do the hardest shot because I think it was like the 10 years. It was the 10 years since I did that. So I was going to come out. I was going to have a wig on, tinted visor, and take the hardest shot and uh, then reveal, you know, do the reveal. But it just, the timing didn't work out. I had to miss a bunch of sports net and we couldn't make it work. I'm not kidding you though. I was so nervous. I was having like sleepless nights here, like thinking of going up and falling or shooting. And it was like 84. I was just like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> well, they did a mass skater and 
it was Fernando. So he came out with like a tinted visor. I can't, I don't know if he did any of the competitions. I think he just kind of skated around and everybody. Yeah. I saw Benny Scribbs. So I saw Benny Scribbs out there in uh, like Grant Fuhrer's old gear. Him and Delore were the goalies for the breakaways, I believe. Yeah. So, but Fernando was the mass skater. So I think you would have done something like that. I'm only saying now, but I'm only saying now because hopefully if anyone listening, they'll forget by the time the skills comes around next year and (laughs) they'll still be surprised because I wanted to do it so bad, but I was honestly like, man, what if I get there and I shoot and it's like 82, like I'm not, they're not even going to cheer me. Yeah. Luke Gassick joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Um, maybe you have a story for this one. How badly did teammates want to go to the All-Star game? And then once they got there, how badly do they care about winning something, the Good event, question. you know, or, or or the tournament? Good question. Um, guys really want to go. I think that's a major misconception uh, that, that players don't want to go. And... I can only speak from experience and the guys that I knew. I can't speak for the Sidney Crosbys and, and these guys that I never played with, but I know that every guy that got selected in my four years in the NHL took a lot of pride with that. Um, it was something they wanted to do, something they wanted to accomplish. And yeah, sure, I'll get into story time. So uh, Taylor Hall went the year, I think it was the first year I lived with him. Or maybe it was the year that all three of us lived there with Connor. But e- either way, he went there and he was going to do fastest skater and stuff. But they had a million dollars up for the all-star game winner. As opposed to the skills this year, it was a million dollars for the team that won. It was when the all-star was getting to be a bit of a joke. And guys were showing up like hung to the gills and not even playing, like not even skating. And they're like, okay, we got to make some competition here. So they put a million dollars on it. And Taylor's like listen, we get a hundred grand each look at our roster. And this was the year. If people remember John Scott was there, nothing against Joe Pavelski, but it was like Halsey Pavelski, Scott. If you go back and look at the rosters, it's still a really good team. But if you looked at like the Metro who had Crosby Ovechkin and these guys, and like, it was very lopsided. I think the central was like Kane and Taves, like very mismatched. So he's like, there's no chance we're winning. We might not even win one three on three game. So if we win, I'll charter a flight down for the entire team, wherever you guys want to go, Vegas, you guys name it. You know, we'll get the year end meetings done after, um, but I'll, I'll fly the entire team down. So we're like, deal done. Let's go. He's like, well, it's not going to happen. Right. So the Sunday comes and goes, this guy's team wins the, <laughs> wins the tournament and John Scott's the MVP. So we're all texting him like, like playing emojis and everything and credit to him, man. He got back. We, uh, we got a, a attendance list going, you know, I, I, I was, I was debating even telling this cause I know the optics of how it looks like, yeah, you still had a month and a half left in the season. We were out of the playoffs. So it's not like we were like booking this and not caring about our games, but like, it was cool. It was really cool team camaraderie. And yeah, we ended up having uh, a smaller number of guys, like some of the guys with families and stuff didn't go. A couple of guys got sent to Oklahoma city, but uh, Taylor Hall chartered a private jet and we went to Vegas uh, just after the season. It was incredible. One of the uh, coolest things. It was the only time I've ever been on a PJ. It was the only time I've ever flo- flown a uh, charter. So uh, a very, very cool experience. 
That is very cool. Very generous of Taylor. That's 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 a nice story. Thanks for sharing that. Luke Gazdick joining us at Inside Sports. All right, before I, I let you go, I guess we should touch on this little thing called the 16-game winning streak. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, hey? <laughs> I, I talk about it every day, but I still feel almost at a loss for how to describe it and what to say about it, so I'm glad I can bounce it off other people. Because Matt, like, so here... Yeah, here's how I describe it. Here's how I describe it. Sorry to cut you off, but here's how I describe it is I got I actually got a little bit of a pat on the back on on Twitter for going on Sportsnet after the game. I think it was versus Chicago and you know, shutting down a bunch of the discourse that I've been hearing about the actual strength of opponents throughout the win streak. And the way I describe it is I don't think people recognize, or I hope they do recognize, how hard it is to win one NHL game. I don't care if it's against the San Jose Sharks, the Chicago Blackhawks, the Columbus Blue Jackets. If you don't bring your A game and everybody is at least above average and you don't get saves from your goaltender and so many things have to go right for you to win one game, let alone 16 straight I don't care if you're playing against backup goaltenders. I don't care if you're playing against the bottom third of the league to be able to put together a streak of single, anything, single digits, four, six, eight, like they did last time. And I think that's even the bigger thing is they had an eight gamer before this. Uh, but anytime you can reel off more than 10 in a row in modern day NHL, it is historic. So whether or not they end up breaking this, um, I just, I look back at the teams, nothing against the teams from, let's say, Columbus when Sammy, Sammy Gagne was on that team too. But the NHL has gotten better every single year. So I think this is the most impressive one in history, regardless if they make it 17 or 18, whatever it is. Um, it is, it's, it's really cool to see. And I had a tweet ready. I haven't sent it out yet. I was deciding I didn't want to jinx anything. So I just said like, Oiler fans, like, let's not continually try to look for 16 and 17 and then look for 18. We can, but try to enjoy this at the same time, too. Like, soak this in, because remember where the team was when they lost to San Jose, 3-2 in San Jose earlier in the year, and where they've come from, it's just a very, very cool thing to watch. We are witnessing history and I really do hope they come back from this break with uh, a bit of fire. Vegas is coming back from a break too. I don't love that narrative that, uh, you know, Oilers are off for this amount of time. So is Vegas. Yeah. So um, I, I think they're going to do it. I really hope they do. Uh, and, and I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah, it's been an incredible ride. And, and I agree, you, you might as well enjoy it because they don't come around very often. <laughs> Winning streaks of this length. Luke, 100%. thanks. 100%. Thanks for the great stories. Always enjoy your perspective. Of course, we'll be talking again uh, several times between now and the end of the season. Thanks, buddy. Sounds good, Reed. As always, go oil. All right, Luke. Thanks a lot. Uh, wow. From uh, skills, competition, anxiety to going on a private jet courtesy Taylor Hall to thoughts on the Oilers winning streak. That is the excellent Luke Gazdick, as always, provided by Avalon Foundation Repair, Western Canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years, home of the lifetime warranty. Significant trade tonight. If you missed it, Elias Lindholm goes from Calgary to Vancouver. We'll give you more of the details. We'll talk some basketball. George Rack will check in. It's Inside Sports on Chet. 
Yeah, so here's the deal. The Canucks get Elias Lindholm from the Flames. The Flames get Andre Kuzmenko, a couple of prospects, Hunter Brustovitz and Yoni Yermo. They get a first-round pick in 2024 and a conditional fourth-rounder in 2024. So the Canucks, who are having a great season, in my mind, get better. And uh, as much as the Oilers are doing well, Vancouver's still in the driver's seat to finish first in the Pacific Division. So, and uh, who knows, this could start a, a domino effect, perhaps through the Pacific or even through the Western Conference for teams to uh, beef up and try to keep up with the Vancouver Canucks. Big weekend for Harry Ainley. They got their big basketball tournament and they're going to honor a former coach at the school and George Larac all in the next half hour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.